Hey, how's it going? I'm uh, Eli. Welcome back to the Free the Sour Stuff podcast. I am um, really excited today. Today's a really exciting day here. It is super nice outside. Perfect day to just go out and not social distance, you know. Let's <laughs> go on these trails and everything. It's really, it, it's such an odd thing where uh, I'm used to hiking all year round, you know. Um, with every season brings a new type of format, new type of landscape that you can enjoy from just like, you know, fall with the beautiful leaves everywhere, winter with just everything forming around ice and snow, summer and spring, just beautiful all around. Um, and there's a lot of trails I've found, some some very popular, you know, you'll see people. Um, like uh, I posted on my Instagram, actually, um, photos of Castle Crag and Meriden. And of course, that's a very popular hiking trail. And, you know, that's fun and everything. But what I've been noticing is some obscure trails that I like to travel on with this whole quarantine and everything. It's been flooded with people. And it's just so odd when you're used to going on a trail where you haven't seen a soul. And now you see families on families on families, you know, like you're sitting there all of a sudden someone just run, runs right by you and it's a jogger. And you're like, I people jog here? What? <laughs> um, which on hindsight is pretty cool. It's It's like, okay, yeah, it's great that people enjoy nature and this and that. But I'm almost a bit of a purist. I'm like, where were you before the quarantine? <laughs> so, but I think that's a productive thing to do. Nonetheless, I think literally sitting around doing nothing during this whole quarantine is the biggest waste of, uh, of time you could possibly do it. Um, this is the time for us to kind of pick up skills and do things and just get back into the groove. So, um, you know, I think hiking, keeping, uh, you know, keeping your distance, of course, of people, um, you know, six feet, they recommend. Um, I think soon they're going to start recommending wearing a mask. So uh, doing all the precautions, but truthfully, aside from being safe, just enjoying nature. And there's nothing like getting a nice breath of air when you're in the middle of trees and just nothing but you and, and deer and squirrels and Bigfoot, you know. Um, so that's pretty cool. I was reading something kind of crazy that um, this is a few days ago, actually, that uh, our president, Donald Trump, decided to... Um, basically stop funding who which is the world health organization and uh you know i read into it and it was saying that we fund upwards of 800 plus million to the world health organization and we're still very much in the middle of this pandemic and um while there's estimates on when we'll peak whether we are about to peak or may or when we're still very much in this fight and uh from certain medical medical professionals that um i've heard from and uh, my friends and family know, they say that it's only been getting worse and worse and worse. So you figure that, um, you know, and that's just here. That's just here, right? We can only go off of like our anecdotal evidence of people we know that work in those fields here. Let's not forget that the whole world is affected by this in different varying amounts, even though the United States is the number one leader in this, um, purely because of like you know, New York, which is a huge, huge just commuter and travel state. Um, and then, uh, my state, Connecticut, which is <laughs> fortunately for us, we, uh, I think we're the second most affected state in the entire United States. Pretty sure we are. Um, and, uh, Fairfield County makes up for 47% of all cases. So in Connecticut, so not exactly safe around here, but that being said, um, as much as we're being affected, the whole world's being affected and, um, our active cases do not make up the entirety of all the active cases. Um, see, I had a statistic here. Let's see, let me pull up my laptop as I rant away here. Um, I think the idea that we're in the middle of a historic 
uh, situation with fighting this disease. And the idea that the United States, which is supposed to be the superpower, supposed to be the front runner as far as uh, innovation, military, just ideas and inspiration, you know, whatever the, the line goes, right? The idea that we're going to basically now lead the forefront in stopping funding who is kind of, it hasn't sunk in for me yet. I feel like that's just, it's crazy to think about. It's been a few days and I still can't quite wrap my mind around that. The idea was that, um, oh, actually, you know what? I have the statistics up here. Um, so the world has 1,488,559 cases. The United States makes up 585,659, meaning the majority of cases are outside of the United States, even though we lead it as far as a country goes. And let's not forget that the, uh, the total deaths and other statistics, again, just more and more just pointing towards other countries leading the forefront. We have the most deaths at 34,641, but actively there is uh, a growing number of 146,842 deaths. Again, the majority being the world. So while we definitely matter, we definitely have to help our own people, we shouldn't stop funding an organization that helps the world, you know. Um, 800 million, that's, that's a heavy allowance right there. As a kid, I remember uh, $10 would just, when, when you're not used to getting a certain kind of money, $10 could get you far. And um, in a completely different realm of money, the World Health Organization that's used to getting a certain kind of amount of money to fund their workers and their um, uh, their methods and everything uh, of $800 million worth. Now losing that check in the midst of a crisis is just insane. And um, Donald Trump has come out and said that he thinks the uh, World Health Organization could have done a better job at, uh, what was it, being less lenient towards China during this, um, concealing information, not warning World Health Organization, or World Health Organizations, not uh, warning different governments around the world as to what's going on. So while I feel like the big consensus here with everybody is that we've all been caught off guard here, um, there's been reports, of course, China was concealing information, but then there was reports that other people here knew it was going on. Senators sold stock and made money in the midst of it before this became a pandemic. Um, the, the majority of people, like just me or you, none of us knew this was coming. We would hear... Uh, you know, that the boy crawl, cry wolf or whatever, the boy in the distance just kind of, you know, just kind of warning us. But we are so desensitized to this end of the world type politics type thing. Um, throughout my life, I remember countless times you hear people say that um, the world is going to end or this will be the end or that's going to happen or this will happen. Just it really desensitizes you. It's why I had to step away from looking at the news all the time. News was not as much news as it was just shock value politics to try and keep us tuned in because we are more drawn to negative news than positive. Um, and I think, I think a big reason that is too, um, I think as human beings, we have, uh, they've done studies on this, that we have natural empathy levels. And when you hear something bad happening in the world, you, um, in general, whether it's down your street or just in the world, I feel like we naturally want to do something about it. But of course we can't, we don't have the tools and the skill set, and maybe even the wherewithal to tackle a lot of these issues. But naturally speaking, there's parts of us that want to do more and do drive us to do more. 
Um, I don't know if this ties into a whole conscious argument where people argue some serial killers and other people don't have consciousnesses. That's, I think that's a little bit of a different take on, or that's a little bit of a different um, uh, story altogether. I'm mainly addressing the fact that we as humans drive towards negative uh, news. And it's a shame because you see a lot of the news websites focus on that. You're not going to see the latest in uh, science tech, um, science and uh, technological advancement. You have to go on other websites there. Um, instead, you're going to find, uh, <laughs> I'll give you, give you a backstory on this one. On Facebook, I liked a bunch of news sites a while ago, whether it's ABC News, NBC News. Hell, I even had, I had everything from Fox News to NBC to MSNBC to just everything liked because why not and um <laughs> instead of getting news i got any little thing a candidate was doing wrong or local mom eats her kids and everything in between now i don't feel like either does much for me on my day-to-day -day activities i don't think i need to learn about a mom in the local area that's devoured her kids you know obviously that it's good to know these things it's like okay cool we have a killer mom on the like over down the street but i think just in the realm of keeping me sane had to step away from that unlike all these different news sites and uh i feel better um so uh i i just think that while the news can be very uh productive i think that um you know i i, I think that when it comes to the negative news and everything it could be problematic and I almost lost my train of thought as to how I got here, but we're just going to keep rolling with it. Um, this reminds me of something I was watching earlier online <laughs> that uh, a bunch of boomers, okay? And I say boomers because they looked like boomers and they talked and act like boomers. And granted, I have a high respect for a lot of boomers. That's the thing. I don't think we should just entirely write them off as an entire generation. I think there's a lot of great things they did. But of course, we've all dealt with boomers. Um, you know, I've worked in the retail and food business my whole life. So I've had my fair share. Um, but that being said, I was watching a video where, um, you know, this is really bad that I can't remember the state, but I don't think the state matters. I think it just matters what was going on. These people were protesting on the governor's, like on the Capitol. It was a couple hundred people. They were, um, they were basically protesting this idea of quarantining and social distancing and you listening and you listen to them when they're being interviewed and uh you know the interviewer was just a really respectful man he was just like asking them questions and it's almost to a fault because you're thinking man i really don't feel like people like this need a platform <laughs> although i'm not a proponent of cancel culture i think there are certain exceptions i think jeffrey Epstein, harvey or jeff yeah jeffrey Epstein, harvey weinstein um bill cosby you know like people that are just like I mean, awful people deserve to not be respected, of course, but I think that we fall a lot under someone tweeted something we don't like and they're canceled for life. And I'm just like, we all screw up. We all say and do dumb things. And I think we all deserve a chance at redemption. But that being said, uh, these gentle, this gentleman was saying uh, something along the lines of just... Um, we're not children. She acts like we're children. This and this and this. And it's like, wh what? <laughs> She's acting like you're children by enforcing mandated laws to ensure the safety of the public by, um, you know, 
preventing the spread of this disease because not everyone's going to get it, but people will get it and it spreads very easily. Um, for a disease that's not airborne, this disease spreads incredibly successfully, you know? Um, but, uh, you listen to the man's logic and it was just really confusing. It was just like strawman arguments. He was basically saying, I've had a heart attack. I've had strokes and I'm not afraid to go out in public. And it's like, sir, that's, that's not, that's not connected. You can't compare, um, a disease that spreads incredibly quick that will probably affect you more than it'll affect me and say, you're not afraid to go out because you've had near death experiences due to heart attacks and strokes. I, I don't think those two combined at all or connected anyway. I think if anything, that means you're more susceptible because people with heart issues have a higher mortality rate and a higher rate of getting serious conditions because of this disease. Um, and stroke as well, you know, anything revolving around serious medical issues, you should seriously take precautions, but he was not wearing a mask. He just, he seemed kind of out of it and it, it bummed me out a little bit because I don't think he truly understands what he's doing. <laughs> I think him standing out in the Capitol with hundreds of people and saying that the governor has stepped over the line, you know, I, I don't know. And actually I found this, um, this video on this, uh, this Facebook group. I liked it. It's, it's the best. It's, uh, where a bunch of millennials pretend to be boomers and they do the whole typical, they take a selfie, but they're only their forehead showing or they misspell things or ah, boomers love to do this. The, the whole caps thing, like everything's in caps or there's a lot of unnecessary dots in between every word. Oh man. Um, give them credit. Cause they're trying to learn to use technology and we've all had cringy phases. I had a very, very bad cringy phase in my early, early Facebook life. Um, and while I don't, I think we can all still, we also carry levels of social awkwardness and cringiness. I'm talking like, I look back, it does the, there's the memory feature in Facebook and I get very just, uh, I get caught up in it and I'm like, what am I doing here? What, why did I post this? This is so not cool. Um, but it's kind of funny too. You look back at where you were, where you are now and you're like, well, uh, I'm not that person. I've matured. <laughs> so it's almost kind of a good thing. You look back at where you've come from because I heard a compelling quote and it's true. You really don't want to start off as the best version of yourself. And I by no means think I'm the best version of myself. I think I'm better than I was. And I think that ties into being a good person and ties into just being a uh, productive person. I don't think you should ever rest on, I am a good person. I am productive. I think you should always strive to be more and more and go, I'm not a definitive this or that, but I'm working towards it. You know, uh, in martial arts, when you get a 10th degree black belt is when you pass away before that you can, the highest you can get is like a ninth degree. And I think that's an important thing to carry in all, a lot of walks of life is always striving for more, never resting on it, you know? Um, but, uh, yeah, aside from my soapbox over here, uh, truthfully, truthfully though, doubling down on that, I think we should always, um, I think we should, uh, I don't know. As people, we can always get better, you know? Um, I'm still trying to learn and do better things now that I wasn't really taking advantage of before, like uh, writing more frequently, um, working on different ways, you know? Uh, I've been kind of instilling doing planks in my workouts, and I noticed that it's really effective, like in everything, just like, you know, abs, back, chest, like shoulders, everything. I just feel it, and that's pretty cool. Um, just taking advantage of just enjoying life in more facets because the more closed-minded we are they're just 
I remember when I was a kid and I was so closed off and negative and uh, there was a lot of life I didn't get to enjoy because I didn't let myself as I'm getting older and being more accepting of everything and accepting in a sense of like, um, maybe I don't give something a shot. Maybe I look at something and I write it off because either I think I won't be good at it or I'm nervous to try something. And now as I'm getting older, I'm like accepting that it's okay to fail and it's okay to go after it. Um, you know, whether it's, uh, <laughs> blasting music in my room and just dancing to it or, uh, singing in the car, which, uh, is great. I have my own little solo concert. I'm the producer, the singer, lyricist, all that. So, and the audience go figure, but I digress. Today is an exciting day. Uh, beautiful out and, uh, about to go hiking. And I thought to myself, you know, trying to promote this podcast by, uh, obviously sharing the episodes to friends and hopefully they share it to their friends. And then hopefully it shares to this person, that person, and then the president and Donald Trump is like, I love his podcast, you know, <laughs> so it just spreads everywhere. Um, I guess that's the top-notch thing of the president. I probably should have said Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy Kimmel, but for some reason, just the idea of Donald Trump looking at my podcast, just confused and angry. <laughs> that's the image I'm going for here. It's great. Um, but I printed out these flyers, and it's kind of cool looking. It's um nice little image on it, and it's got Free the Sourstone podcast on it. Very simple. I didn't really want to oversell it and be like, this is the best thing ever. You'll grow hair on your face. You know, for, for anyone that doesn't have a beard. Um... <laughs> and I, uh, I don't know. Imagine if I put like free stimulus check inside or free, st <laughs> like information on how to get your free stimulus check. And then it's just me talking about random things, you know, uh, we could all use a stimulus check. Um, but that is something I'm looking into. I have these, uh, the, these, these flyers printed out. It's going to make, uh, going to go make some copies. And I figured everybody's out hiking. And while there aren't normally this many people go out hiking with their, their kids, with their wives, with their husbands, their pets, everybody, right? Their imaginary friends, their real friends. Uh, I think this would be a perfect time to hang these flyers in certain uh, hiking spots I know. Because, uh, you know, I live in Connecticut. I know a bunch of trails. So I'm thinking of just the ones I've been on and the ones I've seen people. And I was going to go print out a modest amount, you know, 360. Anyway, um, I was thinking of just printing out a modest amount and just kind of hanging it up in different spots. And, uh, you know, hopefully I can attract more people to the, the family here, you know. Um, and uh, that'd be cool because at the end of the day, it's it's great having friends listen to it. But it's uh, it'll be more exciting to kind of spread this on to people I don't know and maybe engage in people I haven't quite gotten to know or do know or anything of that nature it's it's a great platform for that you know figured uh in a time where we're quarantined why can't we reach out and connect more with other people so um that is where i'm at um normally of course i try to average these episodes between 30 to 40 minutes but um due to the fact that i have a hit list of trails i have to go hit and then have to hit up staples i think i'm gonna cut this short finish my coffee uh, go do cartwheels in the yard because, uh, psychology and, uh, yeah, hopefully this can attract more people to listen. Um, but of course the people that have been checking in and listening, I appreciate you guys, you know, um, and, uh, hope everyone's staying safe. Uh, I always mention the COVID stuff simply because it's information and we are in the middle of this crisis. And I think it's interesting to keep updated, I'm not trying to spread fear of any sort. I think we'll get through this and we're strong as a people. 
But um, yeah, and hopefully we can continue these fun dialogues talking about random things from psychology, sociology, uh, philosophy, <laughs> bands, uh, monsters. You know, I always tag Godzilla in every podcast because that's that's my man right there. Um, I have to get to him. I have to I have to do a whole podcast dedicated to him, but uh, not now, not now. Later on. So I will finish recording this, and um, the next time I check in here, should be all set with all the uh, the flyers. So hopefully this goes well. I uh, will check in with you guys later. Thank you as always for tuning in. I am uh, Alihi, your host of the Free Star Stone Podcast. Have a great one.